0: listening to the bible 126 show. Could the rapture happen in my lifetime? This question, but only reframed in different ways, has wandered the corridors of many people's minds ever since the ascension of Christ. Could the rapture happen in my lifetime? Over the last 18 months, I know, at one point or another, most people have thought about what comes after this life. With everything that has happened in recent memory, more and more people have begun to think about their soul and their eternity. There are two events that can take you into eternity, either death or the rapture. So the question is, once again, could the rapture happen in my lifetime? To be truthful, this is a question that you shouldn't dwell on, because whether Christ comes in the rapture or whether you die, you simply need to be ready. You need to know, in whom you have faith. The word rapture is not in the Bible, but is often used to describe the events of Christ when all believers, both dead and alive, will be received by Christ. Surely, this is Christ's promise. John 14:3 says, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Christ indeed promised to come back for the saints with the purpose of dwelling with them. Do you ever think about heaven? I do. Do you really believe in heaven, Pastor? Yes. I believe in heaven more than I did yesterday, for I am one day closer to heaven than I was. John 14 Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. Right now, Jesus is preparing a place for you in heaven. How does that make you feel? To know that your Savior, your Lord... Your king, the one who loved you enough to die for you, is preparing a place for you in heaven. Do you comprehend that God could have chosen to let mankind die and go to hell? But he wanted eternal fellowship with you, so much so that he was willing to pay the price for your sins." Whether we meet him through the rapture or death, it doesn't matter. Are you ready? Examine yourself. Are you ready? Are you absolutely certain? The time, date, or year has not and will not be revealed to any man or woman. But what we do know is that in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. In the twinkling of an eye, the rapture will happen faster than we can even begin to comprehend what is going on. The twinkling of the eye is the time it takes for light to enter the eye, reach the back of the eye, and be reflected back out. Light travels at 186,000 miles per second, so the twinkle is about one billionth of a second. The reason the Apostle Paul used this term was to assure us of the supernatural nature of the rapture. It will be an event that exceeds human comprehension, it will supersede human understanding. Before you and I even know what is going on, it will have already taken place. Do you know what this tells me? This tells me that no human can change this. No human can affect this. The rapture will happen. The rapture will happen in the twinkling of an eye. You and I will find ourselves in the presence of the Lord. We will... Meet the Lord in the air.
1: Do you know how long you have left on this earth? Have you ever witnessed a dying man asking for more money, fame, beauty, possessions, certificate or political power? When given opportunity to make a request, a person who only has moments left on this earth never asks for anything material When faced with the reality of death, all the things of this world becomes vanity and unworthy to request for. But I ask myself, why then we as people spend our life chasing after these things on earth, chasing after the treasures of this life? The truth is, no matter how many possessions we amass on earth, we will carry nothing out of this world. No wonder Job rightly said that empty we came and empty we shall return. Job 1 verse 21 And said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Do you know What one of the most sobering thoughts is, it is the thought that you know how long you have spent on earth, but you don't have any idea of how long you have left. David gave us a very important line of prayer in Psalm 90 verse 12, saying, So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. David knew, that everyone will likely live their lives foolishly if they do not learn to number their days. It is only those who have learned to number their days that will be careful of the way they live their lives. It is quite unfortunate that many believers do not even look beyond this world anymore. They are caught up with the events of this world to the extent that they have lost sight of heaven. So I encourage you today, Do not lose sight of heaven. Do not lose sight of what our Lord Jesus told us, what he was going to do. John 14, verse 1 and 2. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. That last phrase is what you need to remember. I go to prepare a place for you. I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus went to prepare a place for you, and that is where you need to lay up your treasure, not on this earth. The mansion you have or aspire to have will do nothing for you in eternity. Matthew 6 verse 20 But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. So many people keep postponing the day of their salvation. Some would say, that they will become serious with the things of God when they get married, while some would promise to give their lives to Christ after graduating from school. Why should you boast about tomorrow when you don't have control over it? You can only do something about the present time you are living. You don't have an idea of what the future holds. If you feel to live your life for Christ now, you may never have such an opportunity again. Today is the day that Lord has made. Today is the day to serve Christ. Do you have a sin in your life that you ought to confess and forsake, and you are promising God year after year to repent when you feel like? Remember that one day eternity will come knocking. And when eternity comes, it will never leave you with any minute or reflection or amendment of your wrongs. If you do not know how long you have left, why do you live as if you have eternity to live on earth? God has ordained time for every one of us, and we cannot spend beyond the days of life that has been appointed to us. None of us decided the day we were born, If the day you were born was beyond your choice or decision, how much more powerless will you be to decide the day of your departure? How long do you have to spend on earth? Our lives must be guided by the principle of wisdom because we are timid and especially because we don't know when our time will elapse. The Bible recorded that the men of Issachar had the understanding of times and seasons. They knew what Israel ought to do per time. There is no one who possesses the understanding of the time apportioned to him or her that will not ensure to put it to the best use. We all have to be careful of the things we do in time because they will determine where we will spend our eternity.